1: The best game of this basketball year so far. New York City's Let's Talk Basketball. Talking. 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 When I hear our, our theme music, Sam, I get amped, I get pumped, and and then I'm just, I'm sitting there, like, like, dancing in my desk as it plays, but it sounds way different when we lose. When we lose, it's like, I hear the music, and I'm like, I don't want to hear this music ever again in my life, but today... I, I'm doing the white man's overbite. I'm doing some pelvic thrust, and I'm bouncing. It's a it's a vibe. It's a vibe, Sam. Sam, wasn't that beautiful?
2: That was everything that you hope for in a in a in a Nets win. Energy threes, uh, big shots from KD. Some some uh, we saw. I think we saw. We actually saw the rare, the rare net dunk, which we don't see that often.
1: Um, It it was nice to see athleticism.
2: Yeah,
1: you know what I mean. Like I know these kids aren't ready to start. I I know that there's probably not a superstar out of the four of them. But those those look like NBA players to me. Those look like pieces. That with time and some exposure could could be pretty, pretty, pretty good. We'll we'll get back to them. D- tell me, t- give give me a takeaway uh, uh, of the game, Sam. Um.
2: Look, I mean, they came into this game obviously with all this uh, COVID stuff that's hitting. Not just the NBA or the NFL, but the the country, which we'll uh, obviously touch upon in a little bit. Uh, and I, w- I was I was just generally super impressed with the intensity they came they came in with. And to be honest, the thing I was most impressed with, and you have the receipts on this on me, is that once they went down ten, I basically wanted KD out of the game. He had just taken two hard falls, one where he went knee to knee with Siakam. I was just kind of like, this dude already came into the game with an ankle injury. I don't need this guy. Getting any more hurt He's the heart soul of this of, of this team, this franchise, everything that they're building here. Um, right, but can I can I
1: address that though, can, real quick?
2: Yeah,
1: listen, Jordan starting at 32 years of age, went three seasons of no um <laughs> of not missing one game, playing every, play, averaging 38 minutes a game. This human beings can do it, and he's never going to do what Jordan did. But once upon a time, human beings actually came to work every day.
2: Yeah, I mean, he—I mean, look, he can do it. I mean, like, I have no doubt in my mind that he—that KD can do it. I, I just get more nervous with him because. Uh, because of his prior, because of his prior injuries. I mean, that that's really what gets me the most. If you told me if we had Giannis and you told me that Giannis was going to play 82 games during the year, I honestly wouldn't really care because the guy legitimately looks like he's Superman. And that injury he had, for example, against the Hawks last year, looked like an injury that for anyone else would have been out for multiple months. And he literally put, like missed one game, or I don't even know if he missed a game. I don't even remember, but. Uh, there's something about KD with the way he falls, and he's kind of in that camp with Anthony Davis that when they fall, you're just kind of holding your breath in part because they're, they're so long and they're so, so big. gangly. Gangly, and, like, you never know. Is someone going to step on an ankle in the wrong way or is he going to step on someone's foot or is his is his hand going to get stepped on by some 280-pound by some big or whatever? So you just never know.
1: Um, yeah, Barnes is huge. <laughs> yeah. Yo, what? Where laboratory did they make that kid? Did they give him the super soldier serum? Like, what the fuck, yo? <laughs> that kid Barnes. Yo, that they got a player right there, right? Like,
2: that was an awful, you know. yeah. He's been he's been great. He's been great. I thought he was going to be good. The fact that he, the two threes he made, I legitimately my jaw dropped because I was like, he never did anything like that in college. That was just not what his game was.
1: Amazing. I mean, he scores. He plays defense already. I mean, him and Mobley, right?
2: Yeah, I mean, they those two have been probably the most impressive, and now and now Kate is uh, is coming along. Uh, so there, it's it's going to be a good uh, a good rookie class, and that doesn't even include uh, the four men of the hour that the Nets that the Nets have.
1: What it, you know, this is more of a generalist show. It's not like really an after game show. We're just taking the advantage of after a game to do it. Uh, I don't want to bring things down, but I feel like something that was super glaring tonight was that the Nets need a point guard. I, it, they had DDJ playing, running the point. Yep. He, he 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 doesn't do that. That's that's never going to be in his bag. Like <laughs> like like yo, we need a point guard. And as good as Patty Mills was tonight, right? Like Patty Mills showed us with some of these passes that he is not a point guard. <laughs> am I am I wrong in saying that? No. I
2: mean, yeah. I, no, no, you're not wrong. I mean, Patty is they they definitely need one way or another. They need another ball handler, and I would argue they need another ball handler. Even, if, even if you told me Kyrie was coming back, like they just don't Same. have. They, they just don't have a lot of guys that you look. I, I basically measure um, someone's dribble, how I feel about someone's handling ability. If is if how nervous do I get if they get pressed with like a minute left in the game, bringing the ball up the court? And right now, they barely have anyone who I feel good about because Harden fumbles the ball constantly. Um, as well, and that was that was one of the things I always felt like with D. Will, when you could tell that he was going, and that he was just not the same player. Was he just lost confidence, even bringing up the ball, getting pressed? Like in those like Raptors series, he just when he was getting swarmed by someone good, he just looked totally overwhelmed. And they they're missing they're missing a couple of guys who you just feel confident can handle can handle the rock and handle it well, especially under pressure.
1: I want to talk about. Cam tonight. Um yep. but before we talk about Cam, let's let's start from a positive point, right? I'm not all the way sold on on um on on Kessler. Yep. The reason why I'm not all the way sold on on him is because he's 22. I think he has a prototype NBA body. I think he he has an advantage the moment he steps on the floor and in, in, to play basketball because even though I haven't seen him super athletic, I feel like I haven't seen his his athletic ability yet because he doesn't know how to play yet. Once he adjusts to the speed of the game, gets gets a year or so under his belt, or gets. Or gets twenty games under his belt playing NBA level basketball, I think you'll be able to see his the the explosion in his game and the incredible like he looks like built Tracy McGrady, right? Like he looks like I'm in the gym Tracy McGrady at an early age, and um, but the the problem is I just don't see much skill. And he's going to need a lot more skill. And I don't know if you could develop that at 22 plus. Tell me why I'm wrong.
2: Yeah, I mean, I think in terms of him becoming a, uh, a star or even a really, really good player, I'm not sure how, how uh, likely that is. I think for the purposes of, of having an NBA career, I think the person who I kind of who comes to mind and who never had a ton of offensive skill. Uh, with someone like Trevor Ariza. Like I just think if he can be if he can be a 3 and D guy and Ariza was probably more athletic and it seems like Edwards probably can is coming into league as a better shooter. So if those things they, cancel
1: they, they have the same measurables and at the same time they don't have the same measurables. Right. Like that if you measure it with like length and width, yeah. Trevor Ariza and Kessler as Edwards have very similar bills. But Kessler is just D's. Like he he's just he's a big dude, right? Like, yeah, like he he team. could play he could play natural power forward and natural wing at the same time.
2: Yeah, I, I definitely agree with that. I think I think Kessler definitely has a more of an NBA ready body, especially at this age. Like when Arizo was coming into the league, especially with the Knicks, he was like skin and bones. Like he was right. He uh, he didn't have a he didn't have that much to him. So I think, look as as you said at the top, and I think this is something that fans should understand. I, I don't think any of the four guys they have are going to be superstars or even all stars or even like a or probably not even mid max like type. Players, I think we saw, you know, what. Well,
1: char- I think, I think Cam could be a star. I okay.
0: Yes.
1: Yeah. Sue me. I know it sounds ridiculous, right? But I'm can I can I make my argument? Even though he shit the bed tonight, even <laughs> though he looked like he looked like pure garbage tonight, can I tell you why I think Cam could be a star? It's it's all up to Cam, to be honest, right? Yep. I think Cam has two things naturally that makes it where he could become one of the league's next great scores the first thing that he has is he has between his his legs to his calves he's just built Almost exactly like James Harden. He doesn't have the passing skills of James Harden, but neither did James Harden when he first came into the league. This kid just has, he, he one has the physical ability, and two has the knack for scoring. He just has to believe. This kid thrives on his arrogance. And right now, when he's taking these shots, it's the shots that he's used to taking, but he just is having a bit of imposter syndrome. He's just a little bit thinking, "Eh, I'm not supposed to be making buckets here. And he should. The moment he gets over that, or if he gets over that, he could be otherworldly. And I think out of all of the guys, I think... I, and i and i tweeted this earlier i think that kessler edwards has the most upside potential meaning what what kessler kessler's natural ability is going to let him do it he he could get to a point that cam thomas can't reach but i think i think cam could become a Lou Williams esque uh uh Jamal Crawford light type of player. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. I,
2: I I don't think I think that's I think that is totally within the cards. Look, the thing that the thing that Cam has that the other three guys don't have um is is he has an elite skill. Like like Sharp doesn't have an elite skill. He's has a much better NBA body, you know. Kessler, we talked about what his skills are. Duke is like just kind of this like energy, like Duke. You already know what his, his NBA career is kind of going to be like this like eighth man bouncing around the league, high energy, whatever it is. Right. But Cam, Cam is like Cam. If someone told you, oh, there was that one year where Cam Thomas averaged like twenty three points, or he had like a Monte Ellis type season, he'd be like, oh, okay, yeah, I could kind
1: of. Yeah, like, that yeah, that that's exactly it. He could have, <laughs> he could have a couple of Monte Ellis seasons, and and have the same type of weaknesses, and people will love him for the same reason, and miss and misunderstand that he's not necessarily that good. <laughs> but but you need that. I I think the Nets have to start looking for ways to build their next crop of young stars. What they what having Jarrett, Karras, and um, S- Spencer, and and even Rodion's to a certain degree, all of those players let you, uh, and, and D'Lo, of course, all, having all those players with chips that you could use to, to get other stuff. Um, Dave, do you know what I was going
2: to you know uh, tell you? I, I'm happy you, you circled this back to the next crop, because I know you always love this type of stuff. Uh-huh. So uh dayron played at Montverde academy with right. uh with with two guys that that you that they that you've talked about loving especially coming to the nets in like five years cave cunningham was at Montverde with dayron and and your man who you saw tonight Scotty barnes
1: wow i did not know that
2: so we got I, we already have the we already got the we got the seeds
1: we have the inside track for that and and you know what? I think I saw a video of of uh, like there was a dinner where all of the uh uh no 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 I'm wrong I'm wrong I'm wrong that, those were um, North Carolina guys. Anyway, mo- let's move on. Uh, tonight was the best night, best game this season. Feelings wise, right? Right? Like the most fun game to watch of the net season. No.
2: Yeah, I had a question for you because you've been. You've been rightfully more critical of the, 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 uh, the elderly crop that the Nets have and that the Nets signed this off season. and I was probably a little more uh, taken with some of the the vets that they, they they brought in, especially guys like Millsap. Do you think tonight does anything for how Nash looks at this team or does he and, or, and marks or do you think they basically are like this game was super weird. The, the Raptors had no time to prepare for any of these guys? Like, like I'm just wondering where does it's hard. It's hard for a guy like Kessler, or even David Duke, or Sharp, or any of these guys to then to go back to Long Island, especially when you got Nets players who, like, honestly, on this team, like, look pretty lackadaisical and aren't bringing a whole lot every game.
1: First of all, we played a good team tonight. Yeah,
2: we they played are a, great. we
1: put we played a good team. Like they they're not good in the standings. <laughs> But we played a well coached, good team who wanted to win the night. Yep. And who who needed to win the night. They're fighting for their playoff lives. So um the Raptors tried to take advantage of of the of the night and they couldn't do it because one, we have Kevin Durant, like let's never forget forget that. And two the Nets were able to play a type of basketball they they typically can't play. They they got to run. They got to to out-athlete people. We were we were we were pounding them in the paint. Um that was shocking to me like to watch the Nets be able to just be athletic, like jump, like <laughs> like dunk <Yep>. the ball. <laughs> you know, you know what I mean? Like we oh, we yeah. have a super team of of Jump shooters, so seeing this was a, a an added dimension to the Nets, and I don't know. It's like I feel like Steve Nash of all of the coaches in the Brooklyn Nets era. I don't. I don't want to go back farther than that, than that. But all out of all of the coaches in the Brooklyn Nets era, Steve Nash has been the one more apt to to make a change and say, "All right, you suck. You need to sit. <laughs> or you're done. You need to sit." Right. So like. Like, Atkinson, the thing that Atkinson drove me crazy, it was like Mark sent down the the starting lineup or how he saw it, and he just played it that way the entire season. You know, Steve Nash doesn't do that. He basically goes, okay, well, good, good try, um, uh, <laughs> Blake. But we can't do this shit anymore. <laughs> Go sit down. <laughs> like he he sits. He sits Bruce Brown. I, I almost feel like he thinks he has to play, um, um, Bruce Brown. But he took him out of the start lineup. So I feel like if there's changes that have to be made, they will. I just don't feel like they're gonna make any change. I feel like the old dudes are gonna keep playing. I mean, um, but yeah, at,
2: to just to supplement what you just said, I mean, there are a lo- there are a lot of coaches that. That would just play the quote unquote first round pick like the Cam Thomas who comes in with a ton of hype and like Nash was just like no like I mean the game changed to be honest I mean I know we texted about this the game changed when they took Cam Thomas out and went with the more like finesse hard nosed getting rebounds uh, playing fast crew rather than the Cam Thomas you
1: know right they they told Kessler Adler Edwards and um. And um, um, David Duke Jr. Every time I say his name, I I I, I think of the Grand Wizard. I, I I hate that. I I hate that. It's just it that it it's gonna take me time. DDJ. DDJ yeah, exactly.
2: <laughs>
1: DDJ. Um. uh He just he just had to be what what he was, which was a little baby pit bull off of his leash. When they when they're on their leash they're not very scary but when they're running around not knowing what to do running into people just that they're kind of scary and and um and it worked they they were fearless it, it, you know um he didn't you know i i noticed that he didn't take his shot he was wide open he didn't take a shot and that probably was the better thing to do but Yo, he played within himself, man. I, I really liked him. Who who'd you like the best tonight?
2: Um, I thought I liked. Um, I thought Duke's energy was was awesome, just like in terms of tip outs and stuff like that. And I and I feel the same way about Dayron. I think Kessler probably made the biggest actual shots of the game, and I actually thought he did a good job contesting. He got lost, I think, on defense a couple of times, just guarding his own man. Not when the, his man had the ball, but just kind of rotations, he seemed a, a little more lost. But uh, I, was re- I was just – all three of them were really impressive in, uh, in different ways. And I think um, to top it off, I think what's, what was awesome about this game is like if we had beaten, let's say um, – I'm trying to go – if we had beaten like the Jazz today, you kind of could have been like – yeah, you know, the Jazz probably thought they were going to take this game off. They thought they were going to run the Nets off the floor. And instead, this, like, scrappy Nets team came in and beat them. But the right. Nets beat the Raptors who were, like uh, – we beat the Raptors at their own game. Like, the Raptors are the team that when you usually go play, you're like, oh, fuck. Like, this team is really going to, like, play their ass off. Like, it's kind of like when you have the guy who guards you pick pickup that you're like, oh, this guy, like, doesn't really know how to play. But he's going to be, like, guarding me super intensely and, like – like, might slap the floor on defense and it's going to be kind of, like, a hard-o about it. Like, <laughs> and, and, and the Nets basically beat the Raptors at their own game today. Like, the Raptors, like, like Scotty Barnes and Siakam and Boucher and Van Vliet and Trent, like, those guys are, like, hard-nosed. Those guys don't take games off.
1: Right. They're, that's a professional basketball team that needed a win Yep. to justify being a uh, playoff team. And they didn't get it. And, um, uh... And you can't say they weren't playing hard. They were playing hard. <laughs> they were they were calling for replays. I I just think I just think we're we we could beat anybody as long as we have KD. I uh, any anybody's on the table to catch a loss because we have Kevin Durant. Yep. And I don't think we appreciated him enough. Talk about KD a little bit. I I, I got something I want to say about KD after you.
2: I mean, he's to me he's undisputably the best the best player in in basketball. He might not be the best offensive player right now, even because Steph has been playing so well and the pressure that Steph puts on, whatever, but I still think that KD's probably the best offensive player. Would he hit the ease at which he scores and he's his his IQ on the basketball end is insane. He when he needs to step up on defense he does. He has I think the most amazing thing about him is he has he has this patience on offense that I think is so special because he knows he knows exactly when the shot clock is and how long it takes him to load up and shoot and whatnot. And so, like he'll let he'll do a couple pass backs. Like I thought that play with Patty Mills that that yesterday or a couple days ago that was pretty funny where they just kept on throwing the ball back and forth to each other. Like he just he just knows when the defense is gonna bite one way or the other. I, I just think, I think his offensive intelligence is just kind of. Like insane at this point,
1: but I'm I'm curious to hear what you got to say. Nah, man, I I respect that man so much. Like it's it's so rare that that there's a player that you could look at and just be like, wow, you're a hero. You stand for something bigger, bigger than um, you know, than your contemporaries. The he tonight if he had taken a day off not one net fan would have slighted him. Nope. We we could have lost this game. We could have we could have easily have given Chicago an easy route to becoming the number 1 seed. But Kevin Durant wanted to win tonight. And he put everything on the line to send a message that I'm the best player in the league. And you could count on me to carry you to victory. How can you not feel anything but appreciative about that, Sam? I'm
2: I'm with you. I, he's look he's going to go down as the best net of all time. He already like is is obviously, but in terms of it, when his whole reign is done, it's going to be it's going to be really special. And look, he's he's just the he's the absolute quintessential NBA like superstar pro, like on and off the court.
1: I, I think I think it's bigger than that. I, I, I really, really do because everybody was calling for him to rest today. But he's been working on his body, working on his game, working on playing this game he loves. And I think he knows his basketball mortality is, is you know, is that question. It's, it's, he, he doesn't have another 10 years left. He might have this contract left. And he wants to get everything out of this game possible. And that is in diametric opposition to Kyrie Irving. I appreciate Kevin Durant so much, Sam, that it bothers me that stories like the one that was pushed on to Shams. You, we all know when Shams gets leaks, he gets it from Kyrie's camp. We know that Sean Marks leaks to Woj. Yep. We know that Kevin Durant will go to a random blogger or another basketball player's blog, uh, uh, podcast if he has something to say. He doesn't have anything to say. Nothing has changed. Kyrie Irving is his friend. He loves that kid. He respects his game. He, matter of fact, he is a patron of the art that Kyrie Irving creates. However, he took the vax. His teammates, that's out there with him every night, took the vax. Twenty-seven hundred employees between Barclays Center staff and yes production staff all had to get the vaccine to put on this season and only one person didn't do it and i feel like it's a crime that he was even implicated in the nonsense that was that that even like did you hear glue got the glue guys um thing sam
2: yeah, I
1: listened to it. In the in the Glue Guys uh interview with Sham Sir- Sharania. Sham sounds like a complete idiot. <laughs> and it and, no, I'm I'm serious. And no, Sham no, is not yeah. a complete idiot. Sham's is a finance guy. Shams can sell uh uh ice pops to Eskimos. I'm telling you the information that he got was so incoherent yep. that he went on the glue guys and sounded like a complete imbecile. You know I, I, I forget if it's Michael or the other kid. I think it was Mike. M- maybe not. One of the glue, glue guys, glue guys number one was interviewing him and he <laughs> said, and he said, he said, so do you, So, do you think KD is behind the scenes pushing? He basically said, KD hasn't changed his mind. The Nets haven't changed their mind. Kyrie hasn't changed their mind. Only thing that's happening is that they're talking, which of course they're talking, and they're confident that something is going to get worked out. Is that confidence that Kyrie is going to take the goddamn vaccine. I I almost have to believe yes, because there's no goddamn way that Josiah was gonna um, report that or 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 pull or or find a way for for Kyrie to play on the road. If you said or if you formulated with your mind that the Nets were gonna let Kyrie play on the road, you're not paying attention. Think about all of the fucking ways that we've bent ourselves up to try to believe that something, some string is gonna get pulled for Kyrie. We went from slandering Eric Adams. Well, wait for for uh uh wait for the election day. When that's when you're gonna find out that that the mayor is gonna the new mayor is gonna change uh, De Blasio's stupid ruling. That was dumb. And I'll tell you why it was dumb, Nets fans. Because one of you actually knows the guy, actually spoke to the mayor at the fundraiser that he was having for the mayor. And guess what? He's not changing it. Because, (laughs) guess what? That would be stupid. Are you not paying attention to what's going outside? Long lines outside the City MD? People getting catching these variants left and right? You think they're going to let the most visible, most recognizable worker in 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 the borough of Brooklyn shirk his responsibilities? For stuff that they're trying to get people not to believe anymore? What logic? What kind of grown-ups think think this way? That you would even like put fan pressure on Joe Psy to let Kyrie play on on the road. People are dying. Especially people that look like Kyrie. I'm sorry, saying.
2: No, you're – look, so I want to respond to a couple of things that you said because I, I – when you said – I mean everything you said I 1,000 percent agree with as you know, but I wanted to add a couple things. So the, in, a, in, in the Shams uh, podcast, right? So you know like when in uh, – I don't know if you ever have this with Trey. I know I definitely have this with my parents when like they knew – when I was like younger in school and I would read something, they'd be like, oh, so what was that about? And I give like one or two sentences, and they're like, did you even understand what you just read? And I was like, oh, yeah, like, yeah. And then I try to explain it, and there's I'm saying a lot of likes, and I don't really know – nothing that I'm saying is making sense. That was basically what Shams was doing because what he was reading from whatever Kyrie had told him was such nonsense and gibberish that the – and again, this isn't against the glue guys, the hosts, but they would ask Shams something. He was like – You know, Kyrie just has optimism, and like there's no, no, no. He
1: said, he said from the player side, wink, wink.
2: Yeah, it's there's
1: a lot of optimism, but but guess what? Guess what, Sam? They they talked to Kevin Durant tonight. They asked him again, "Do you feel like Kyrie is 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 coming back?" Why don't you scan Twitter for me while I while I paraphrase? Do you feel like Kyrie Kyrie, Kyrie could come back? Maybe you and him are hatching a way to play on the road to you know get get Joe side to change his mind? And you know what he answered right? Blah 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 a non answer.
2: He, like his, like what and but and as you said, like what Shams was saying was complete gibberish. Because to his credit, the what he was reading the 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 scripture that Ky, or the script that Kyrie gave him was could have been written in Chinese for all we know. Like like it was completely incoherent and there was nothing new to say. And that's why when the article came out, I felt like me and you and I think Bam and probably a couple others were on an island, basically being like what like what okay there's renewed optimism that's like me saying you know like uh uh my uh my knee my achilles is torn but there's renewed hope that i that uh that i'll be able to play basketball soon it's like like yeah like if you rehab and you do everything you're supposed to do maybe but like in, like in, in this situation like nothing's changed about the vac- about the vaccination and so there's like a three or four prong thing that i that i wanted to just state very quickly and succinctly for everybody so that they understand this, because me and you have both looked into this more than anybody. If you think that, if you think that the mandate is going to go away, you're out of your mind because cases are blowing up. People aren't getting boosters because people aren't getting boosters and, and, and the original shot, different variants are coming and it would be political suicide, especially in a liberal city like New York city and a liberal state like New York state to, Put in a mandate uh, to get rid of a mandate that is uh, that's restrictive on 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 COVID, especially uh, especially lifting one that would help athletes and entertainers who make millions of dollars a year. That's objectively political suicide. Is treating the rich and the famous better than you're treating municipal workers? Number two, the mandates are working in New York City. There's a recent article in the Gothamist that shows that up to ninety, I think it's ninety three or ninety four percent of of new york city workers um are vaccinated so 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 that there goes that all of the all of the supreme court has had multiple instances where they've been able to um uh stop uh mandates that have gone on especially for healthcare workers and the supreme court has has gotten rid of the cases every single time and kept the bans in place so if this is this has always been and we said this in Whenever this crap started, September, October, I'm honestly exhausted by it at this point. But we said this at the at that at, at earlier. If the given that the Nets decided that he's not going to be a road player, and there's been no inclination that they're going to change on that, based off of Cy and Marks and Steve Nash and the the, the the team's comments in October, he either gets the vaccine or he is getting or he is getting traded. There's to me this is has become as black and white of an issue. As you can, as you can get this whole road thing is here, not happening. If they here's to,
1: why that here's why that's not likely though, Sam. The reason why it's not likely is because likely? that he gets traded is because the, the returns is going to be so poor.
2: But if I told you, but here's a, here, here's the thing I was getting into arguments with people on Twitter this year uh, today. They can you cannot. Have. It's the same thing with the Sixers and Ben Simmons. You cannot go into the, the playoffs this year with a third of your – or a third or a th- 25, 30 percent of your salary cap with a guy who's who's at home – like uh, uh, cultivating plants with his, with his wife. Like it's just, that's not sustainable. And and we all know they are not, if the bucks are healthy, they are, and maybe if the bulls are healthy, they're not beating those teams without Kyrie. Like they have to get value back for him. There's just, and I don't care if it's, or 70 cents on the dollar or 50 cents on the dollar because they made their bed with Kyrie and it's a sunk cost at this point. It's like a big, like to me, it's a basic economic, like you move on. This, this thing should have been great. He should be playing right now. He's not getting the vaccine because he had because he's had bad experiences with doctors in Cleveland and Boston <sighs> before. Like, and, 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 and because of like, you cut bait and that's, and, and that's it. You move on. Like this whole, like, this whole like, is he gonna play? Is he not gonna play? Like, like, do we go into next season? Like, they should. The notion that they would keep him into the playoffs where he can't play, only to then discuss a contract extension with him, is so antithetical to everything about sports and what I think everything about what what I think KD and Sean Marks and Steve Nash and Joe Sy think about sports that. I, I just think I just don't see it happening. I mean, Eve, you saw Steve Nash today on the in the press in the pregame press conference, um, and then I'll stop talking. The pregame press conference and the uh, and during the game, that dude is masked up. That dude has said like nothing is changing. Like he knows the severity of this stuff. Like they're like they're just they're not going anywhere. Like these right, these things aren't going anywhere.
1: It's like the wrong team to be that dude. <laughs> Sean, yo. Yo, it, 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 Steve Nash in a lot of ways is anti-Kyrie. <laughs> Steve Nash is a is a, um, a paleo diet, which is the opposite of vegan, right? <laughs> he's he's uh believe in science and, and 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 medicine. Kyrie is holistic healing and crystals. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and Sage. Never to forget the Sage. Um you know, but at the same time, that, it's like I said, there's no way Kevin would ever try to like embarrass Kyrie, throw Kyrie under the bus. He loves the kid. He loves the kid. It, they asked him tonight. They they asked Kevin tonight, um, you know, what was uh, you know they asked him about the report and and, and whatnot, and Kevin said, um, you know him and Irving they talk about everything, but said I'd rather keep those conversations in house though, and and again, right after that, Skip Bayless <laughs> tweeted something about him Kevin Durant being an assassin getting things done and then he he retweets he, he quote tweets that tweet and says I really hate you yeah, <laughs> Kevin Durant is not a dude that if he thought Kyrie was being treated unfair if Kevin Durant thought Kyrie should be playing on the road Kevin Durant is not a dude that would not just say that Yep. But how could how can Kevin Durant say that when he and all of his teammates, including the young ones, including the old ones, are vaccinated? They didn't do it even necessarily for themselves and for their loved ones. They did it to play this season. And you know how you know that? Because they all went and got it together. They weren't vaxxed. And sometime in August, when the word came out, they went and they did it.
2: I, I got another I got another p- p- point to add uh, to all of this, uh, to what you just said about his teammates getting the vax. This is from Brian Lewis, who I know people think is an anti-Kyrie person, whatever. He's a reporter for the New York Post, and he does a good job th- about the Nets. Brian Lewis tweeted, he's a fucking grown up. Goes. I asked Lamarcus Aldridge in camp if his cardiac issues can make him more vulnerable to COVID. Quote: Yeah, for sure, for sure. You always have to be worried about it, especially if you're a high risk person player. But I've always taken the right precautions. Dot, dot, dot. So just do, like even like so, Kyrie could be not non-vaccinated on the road, but but being in contact with somebody who almost had to call a career last year. And look, I know that we're talking about medical hypotheticals right now, but like. I mean this is like real shit we're dealing with. You think LaMarcus Aldridge wants a guy who's not vaccinated around him? Yeah. Do you think do you think someone hasn't
1: you saw how they answered the question, right? You They know. The Nets ha, the Nets as an organization believe in science.
2: Yep.
1: Sean Marks when he built Rebuilt this team out of the ashes of, of of Billy King. Went out and got sports scientists, the best minds, Navy SEALs, and shit like that. The one of the guys who's who 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 does this one of the most foremost ortho, orth, orthopedic surgeons did my daughter's knee. And she's bouncing around already. These are people. These are serious people. And we're fucking tromping in the mud with with fucking flat earthers. And don't tell me all oh, that was a long time ago, and it was a bit. No, this is the same bullshit, Samuel. He took a picture in a sneaker that over the summer he said were terrible and he had nothing to do with them. He did that to Nike. Has that ever happened in the history of Nike sneakers? Ever?
2: I mean, look, he he's... I think, I mean, look, I said this... Um, to you and on and on twitter and and you rightfully corrected me to to a certain uh, to a certain extent so i'm going to modify what i'm about to say but i think it's clear that his bullshit leaks to shams just like the one from months ago where he was like i don't want to be a voice for the voiceless and now this one yesterday about the renewed optimism that that was him basically trying to put use whatever leverage he has except he doesn't have any leverage because at the end of the day as you rightfully have said like if the Nets wanted him to play on road games then they would be a different organization and and, 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 and everything about them at this point would have been differently but there's not one iota of evidence that shows that they're that they're open to him playing uh, uh, in the road games You, we the
1: think- nets this is not a think about his situation. Yeah. Think about it—is that- it what corny parents do. Uh, can I go out, Dad? I'll, I'll think about it. It's a—it's a whack way of saying no.
2: Eve, repeat, repeat for the listeners. You said this on the podcast like two months ago about about like uh, I remember you had the quote about Joe Sai and like his vaccine experiences and his opinions on on science and whatnot. The guy who's 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 uh, who's still paying Kyrie's checks as he doesn't play any games.
1: Right. Like you're 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 asking someone who vaccinated four times to send a message to his community in China and the United States that the vaccines were safe. He did it live on video for everyone to see with newspaper people all around, cable news all around, because he believed it was important enough in the communities where he does business that To know that this was okay. That guy. Is not getting down with. Plant based vaccine guy. Because the whole concept is stupid. There's no animal nothing in the vaccine. If the vaccine is made of chemicals. Who cares if it's made of plants. Just the only reason why it's not considered vegan. Is Because. It was tested on animals and that's the best way to know if it's going to work or not. Kyrie just drags you into stupid.
2: Yep.
1: Right? He's like Trump. Once you take his side, even if you're a sensible Trump person who's just going, you know what, I'm a business guy, I believe in business, this free trade bullshit, I'm not with it, I like some of these Trump ideas, I'm rocking with that. But the moment you get into bed with Trump, you get into bed with all of his nonsense. You can't support the the business stuff without supporting the grab him by the pussy stuff. Because that's who he is. So you get dirty with the whole, the whole kitten caboodle, and it's stupid. The best way to deal with someone you love that's stupid is just recognizing they're stupid, recognizing that they're not dependable. You just go, "Oh, Sean, he's always smoking weed. He's that's Sean." <laughs> You know, I have a cousin named Sean. That's what I'm talking about. Oh, Kyrie. You know Kyrie. Oh. That's all you could do. But you can't sit here and make everybody else feel like they're stupid. Because the dude that went roller skating or planned a roller skating party for his sister for two weeks and didn't show up to, to his job for two weeks... Now, just, you know, you're not Kyrie, so imagining yourself being Kyrie, going missing from a job for two weeks, being okay, (laughs) that's not something us regular people are going to do, but Kyrie being the special people, he could just disappear from his job for two weeks to throw his sister a roller skating party. Kyrie could just take his business partners in Nike Who are paying him 11 million dollars a year. He could just tell them. This sneaker is garbage. I had nothing to do with it. In a rant on. In a tweet. And on Instagram. That's the guy. That we're all supposed to look at and go. You know what. He's solid. Let's just believe what he says And trust him. No. That's not the guy, Sam. I I I can't believe. <laughs> I can't believe we have to have these conversations and at the same time have to explain that doesn't mean we're against Kyrie. It just means that we don't have to be in the delusion with Kyrie. Why can't that be understood, Sam?
2: Yeah, I it's so weird. Like I almost find that the same people who are these Kyrie stands who get mad at anybody who criticizes him are the same people that two minutes later will, will, will be like, oh, I'm so mad at my mom right now. And it's like, oh, does that mean that you're never going to talk to her again and that you hate her? It's like it's a bit look, I mean, what, what we're talking about is something basic. There are facets. Part of being a human being is evaluating other humans for their good and for their bad. And I think Kyrie does a million good things. And like, I honestly think that we've talked about a lot of the good things. But right now what he's doing both from a COVID perspective and from a basketball perspective is an, is an abject disaster. Like this is not, this is not something that is normal. It's not something that should be tolerated. Like, and the notion that some people even remotely see him as this like martyr slash hero when like he,
1: messianic character.
2: Yeah. Like it, like there's nothing like, there's nothing about, uh, about that, about what he's doing. That's remotely, that like this dude isn't like he's not not playing and then and then doing like i don't know like like god's work it seems like he's spending a lot of time with family and i'm sure he's doing some charitable things and some things that are fun and some things that are vices or for all i have no idea but like this this idea that that the pedestal he's on like is so weird to me and i don't really get where this like idol worship comes from with him because it's also like he hasn't done anything for the like for the Nets yet. Like he came here, like great. Like he's played, I think he's played like eighty games in three years or seventy games in three years. Like who, like, like I don't know. He's, what are we talking about? He's right
1: not now? played more than he's played.
2: Yeah, like I mean, he's he played twenty games his first season, and then and then basically decided he didn't want to come to the bubble. And then last year he was. He was in and out and had a 50-40-90 season and was great, but then got hurt in the playoffs. And this year he hasn't played any games. And like, don't look now, but you know, you know, like we're now we're now over a third into the season. We're 28 games in. Like, like this isn't we're not we're not in October anymore, November, whenever the league started. Like this isn't this isn't the the first week, the second week. Like we're almost at Christmas. Like players are eligible to get traded at midnight tonight. Like this is. This is, this, is, this is like becoming real, uh, and 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 the All Star Game always happens uh, after the halfway mark. So I, I don't know. I don't totally. I don't. I, I don't get it. I think it has to be resolved. I would if he's not. I think this is. This seems like the. If last year wasn't the year, this year seems like the year. As long as you know KD and Harden and knock on wood stay healthy, and if he's not, if he's not available by February 10th, or has it told you that he's ramping up and has gotten his vaccine and I would ship him, even if it means you're getting 55 percent on the dollar. Because you're not going to get equal value for him at this point because he's cratered his uh his his trade value.
1: You know, I'm always talking to you about about my godson. My godson is a fuck up. I love him to death. He's a fuck up. I'm not ashamed to say that he's a fuck-up because I believe in him. I believe he could do better. I believe he could shed his magical mind and stop going after hair brain scheme after hair brain scheme and do some solid things because he's a solid individual. I believe in him. And moreover, I've raised him. I love him as my own son, right? But I still can tell him with love that he's a fuck up and a dickhead. And he's wasting time. And he's not seizing the opportunity that the world is giving him. And I can say all those things and love him at the same damn time. Samuel, we've talked too long. I'm at Eve Darboos. That's at Samuel LaChaw. We are at Podthorn.
0: Mobile phone companies say they offer home internet. But if their internet comes from a cell phone network, you should know. It's just phone internet